Warmly welcome to listen to WDBE Talks, the podcast for the world of digital built environment. We invite you on a physical and virtual journey from Tallinn to Helsinki in September 2023. Hello and welcome to another episode of WDBE Talks. And this time I'm the guest here. My name is Arne Heiskanen and I'm interviewed by Vappu Eid. Hi. I'm from Kirahub, one of the organizers of WDB. All right. So let's start. Yeah, let's start. It's great to be able to interview you, Arnie. You're usually on this side of the table yourself, talking with WDB keynote speakers. But today we will talk about WDBE and the digitalization development of the built environment. We're also talking about your role as a storyteller, concept creator and content producer in an industry where there isn't much of it. But first, tell us about your career and your professional role within the built environment. What brought you to this point? Perhaps one of the things I have to say right away that um, I've always tried to innovate new ways of, of using technology for business. And that has meant selling new ideas to business owners, customers, and other employees in the company. And from there comes my interest in communication. Um, I'm an architect originally, uh, worked as an architect designer, but right from the beginning I was uh, involved in uh, technology. Uh, I was one of the CAD pioneers in Finland. We basically had to develop our own software back then. Uh, and then I've been uh, developing applications for facilities management and um, and all sorts of technolo- technology development over the years. Um, in the 2000s, I became a management consultant focusing on uh, technology and innovation, helping IT organizations in larger organizations and also AEC companies in their innovation and technology strategies and um, uh, as as uh, and that led again to another innovation a software for uh, managing project portfolios and IT portfolios I developed the initial version of, of that uh, software as a service which now has over 400,000 users in all over the world so I I, I did that that may be my my biggest uh, Uh, achievement in in IT development, but uh, now nowadays I'm 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 still doing uh, consulting for companies, but uh, my focus is very much uh, on communication and international communication, helping startups and uh, other tech companies uh, connect with people across the planet and and find new customers and markets. Okay pretty interesting quite an interesting background you have but you are a bit of a lone wolf lonely wolf when it comes to your role as a media man aren't you so why are we so bad at making noise about our achievements in this industry yeah uh, yes an american publication called me a one man army <laughs> in this in this industry um well um i think that the reason why we are are not 
so great uh, if you think about our our communication and marketing communications especially is that we pretty much are a technology uh, or oriented business so even though not not always high tech but still technology oriented and we think that doing is more important than talking <laughs> i think and um, and and uh, but uh, now the idea you know the the slogan that every company should become a um, uh, uh, technology company. Now the thinking is that maybe every company should become a media company. In fact, and uh, that's that's a tall order for for this industry. Um, uh, but I I think that uh, uh, maybe there there isn't hasn't been so much focus because we know that m- many if not most of the companies in this industry are service companies. And in, in services speci- specifically, people tend to listen to people, not companies. So people are really uh, essential and, and the communication often happens, it's based, based on, on personal connections. So uh, trying to tell a story to a larger audience is not something that we typically do. Um, so, uh, and and I think that Behind all this is that we lack a strategic vision of communication and brand building in general. So what is your solution for this? What should we do? Well, if companies think about their business and and what the future of business will be, I guess that they understand that communication is essential. I'm um, Many times people think about brand branding and brand management as 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 uh, as the old model where we had um, for example a consumer company they build a brand they first build a product then a brand and then they they try to build the <laughs> find the customer but in in this industry and in the modern world it's more important to build the 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 audience the community and the customer and then they build your brand actually so i would say that focusing on on building an audience and and community becomes more it's 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 cheaper <laughs> actually because nobody has the the money of coca-cola and and things like uh, companies like that to invest in communication and marketing and brand building so uh what i would say in general is first understand uh how what communication and marketing means to your strategy and and then start doing something consistently and persistently. So it doesn't have to be much. Five minutes every Monday might be as in influential as, as uh, an ad campaign. Uh, campaigns and ads are okay, but I would say that if you start, start thinking about uh, building your audience first, then then your brand will follow. So when talking about the brands of this industry, is there someone who does it right? So can you tell tell me about what are the best brands or influencers of our industry? Because I, I think it usually feels that the industry is lacking interesting faces, something that we try to overcome also with WDBE. Yes. Uh, yes, I think that there's a concept that one marketing American marketing company launched, which was visible experts. So I think that that's a good idea. I, in in general I think that thought leadership is something that is 
is is very uh, fits very well with our industry. And uh, so, if you can find those faces, uh, that's a good thing. Of course, uh, companies um, also can can uh, promote themselves. But I would I would start with the people. And of course, there are so many good examples, but. One person I met <laughs> before it was just right before COVID hit. Uh, Fred Mills of B1M. I talked to him, and he launched an, a YouTube channel and started um, showing how great construction can be, what kind of achievements it's, it can uh, 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 generate, and 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 his channel became really popular now he has a team producing those videos all over the world and and B1M is one one of and of course they talk perhaps to a wider audience than than in than uh, the in industry insiders so to speak and um, uh, another person that i find very interesting is perching kaplanolu he's the v- vp of innovation and leader of oracle industry lab He's been really active. I, I, I think uh, he started when when they opened the interv- opened the innovation lab, and he started on LinkedIn. And now he's really visible, a uh, popular person, and he's do- he's doing it great. He's he's balancing his uh, personal and and the company uh, um, communication very well. If I take an example from from here in from Finland, I would say Oli Seppanen. A professor at Alta University. He's he's also done a great job, uh, focusing very much on on certain topics in the industry. He's on li- he's he's active online. He's also seen on media. He's been on WDV and and so on. So I I would say he's doing a a good job. And then uh, one more example from Finland, which actually was featured uh, at I think the first WDB was Fira. Fira's uh, seven-day uh, plumbing uh, replacement or renovation campaign was a huge success with the minimum. I, I don't know how much they spent, but I think not not terribly much money. But it it really uh, stood out. And Fira as a company has been um, showing that they want to build a different profile in the industry, uh, standing out. Um, in a different way, and of course there are several startups in this in this uh, domain. Buildots is one of those which has been really doing a great job, uh, and and I think that it's they are everywhere. They are <laughs> also, by the way, on uh, at WDB. Um, one thing that I I learned uh, from uh, Vario, the uh, VR company. When I interviewed Nico Aiden, uh, it was um, just when they have started. He he talked about how they, as a small company, uh, they they focused very much on on uh, communication and marketing, and and they started off as as if they were a large corporation launching a new product. So they they looked much bigger than they actually were. You don't have to be a huge company to uh, gain a large audience and and build a community. Yeah, we have to believe in ourselves and believe that we can be the best ones in the world, isn't it so? Yes, everybody has something that they are they can be 
different in in which they can be different so that yeah that's true yeah i think wdbe is mostly about passionate people trying to change the industry to be the best it can and i think that is a great thing that you are with us as well but yeah let's move to talk about wdbe more so this is the sixth year of the world of digital built environment summit and you you have participated in all of them uh what has been your role uh and what has been the role of the event in the industry and how is it different from other events yes it's unbelievable that it's the sixth year already um I think it shows that there's a commitment behind the the concept. The people that are involved, they believe in in this. Um, I think that WDBE is less uh, an industry expo than an idea and thought leadership event, actually. So it provides food for thought, not just information. It's not just sharing information, which is, of course, also important. Um, It shows what's hot. I think that what's hot and what's now and what's next, uh, I think those things, many, many uh, events, they focus, uh, their focus might might be not as wide as these ones. And But I think there is a futuristic eval- element also in, at WDB. And I also think that it has created a community around it. Uh, as I said, communities are, are the future people who attend the event and interact and they interact of course during the event but also between the events uh, it has a wide scope which also can be a challenge sometimes because um, what are the expectations of the audience and what what they get but in general i would say that um, it has found the right audience and the right audience has has uh, found it Six years is long and short time, but how has the digitalization of our industry evolved during these six years? Um, I think that many ideas from from the first uh, WDBE uh, events are now coming to fruition. One thing that is perhaps uh, becoming more and more dominant is the idea of digital twins, and that has been promoted throughout WDBE. And the role of BIM and data and digital collaboration across processes and organizations. And also um, the importance of the public sector as as a driver of change and innovation has increased. And they have also been very much involved in in, in WDB. Uh, I I think that BIM, data, digital twins, those are the uh, leading concepts, but also now <laughs> recently, as everybody knows, AI and generative AI. I think that we are on the cusp of an AI technology breakthrough, and as we've seen uh, recently. Um, but in general, I would say that we are starting to understand the, the power of automation and uh, digitalization in, in general and the, the use of data. Uh, across the process, processes. As you have participated all of the WDBEs and, and this year as well, could you share some of the best memories or the most instructive examples from the years behind? Yeah, I've been, <laughs> yes, um, I've been also doing uh, videos uh, videos and, and, and uh, podcasts and so on. So 
I might have a slightly different view of the event as as a regular visitor. But um, maybe the most spectacular thing that I remember was when the COVID hit and we <laughs> and, and and we had this uh, virtual reality experiment, uh, which was spectacular. Uh, the idea was fantastic, and and it demonstrates the audacity of the organizers and the community to put new technologies uh, to, to the te test. But of course, unfortunately, we had some uh, hiccups because of global uh, IT uh, incidents. But in general, I think that that was something that I don't know if anybody has done that. <laughs> so that is the most uh, spectacular thing. Um, but also, of course, there have been several things that um, I remember in 2018, it was Katera. Um, uh, they showed how, how, how you can think differently and try to disrupt the industry. Okay, it didn't go as planned, but still it was something, something new. And, um, and there have been so many great keynotes and, and other presentations, but um, maybe last year, for example, I remember Achim Menges, uh, who stood out um, showing something that was about uh, timber construction and, uh, and uh, parametric design and sustainability and many things uh, that were some some a feeling of of something in, uh, that that's going to be in the future uh, that that something and of course the panel discussions themselves have been also in, interesting because uh, many times uh, presentations have been very well prepared and rehearsed but panel discussions actually can reveal something that you don't hear uh, in the presentations yeah i think wdbe is mostly about passionate people it's not so much about companies but the forerunners behind the innovative ideas and wdbe is first and foremost a community event in your opinion what kind of a community wdbe is really well i think that it's a it's a global community uh, so, so that's one thing, which is not not entirely uh, self-evident when we're talking about I events. The problems we face are global, and the, the technology we develop and use is global, and information and data can flow uh, without boundaries. So, I think that the community very well reflects those ideas, and. Uh, as we know, no company or or government can alone so solve the problems that we have. So uh, I, I think that's uh, the community is is doing that. So it's it's like uh, creating new connections between people that might not otherwise meet. But but one thing that I have to m mention, I think that there should be more architects involved. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not sure, but uh, I, I have feeling that architects are not well presented. <laughs> Let's hope that more of them will join this year. Uh, like you mentioned, when we talk about the built environment sector, we are usually facing silos between sub-industries and still WDB is for them all. So why is it important for us to cooperate globally across industry boundaries? Well, actually, I think that I already answered that question. So that because the, 
what we are facing now, the problems are so big and global and without crossing over those boundaries and silos, we cannot uh, almost survive. So that's that's a, an existential question uh, eventually. But also I would say that even in, in big companies there are silos and uh, it's funny to see that sometimes you, you meet people from the same company but they don't know about each other and, and what they're doing. And maybe WDB is one of those uh, places where you can communicate with your colleagues. Uh, uh, so, but anyway, so um, I think that that's essential, and that's the core of WDB. That, yeah. So WDB is all about digital transformation, and how it affects our industry is our core. But do we understand it enough? Can we ever be ready with the team at an at an industry-wide or individual company level? Would we understand it with digital transformation is that we just replacing paper with data. And uh, that, that's not the essence. So I think you have to start from building, thinking about your business model and, and how you're going to do business in the future. And that's, that's a challenge because in this industry, the business models are pretty much, uh, have stayed pretty much the same for decades. And, uh, and, and all the structures and infrastructures we have uh, for operating in this industry have, are, are really old. So it's, it's a really tough question how to actually do the transformation. But I, I, I'm sure that companies and individuals who are, for example, in the WDBE community, community understand this and... Uh, so I think it would sh sh transformation should be driven by business, not technology. Yeah, and we are stepping into a new era. So of course we don't know what's what's it gonna be, but it's our uh, it's our work to make it better. When it comes to WDBE, last year we also started awarding the best sustainable digital acts of the year with WDBE awards, and we are doing so this year as well. Are we paying attention and do we appreciate the pioneers of our field enough? Well, I think that, I, I don't know if it's a fact, but I, I think that I've, I've seen an increase in awards and other types of recognition in the sector, but surely we are not doing enough. And um, that's actually ties, uh, ties into the, the things that I talked about previously, about the communication and thought leadership and and showing faces and and individuals. So, of course, these awards and, and other other kinds of recognitions are one way of doing that. But they are, but but they should be, of course, uh, complemented by by uh, uh, communication that is uh, is very, let's say, systematic and and uh, persistent. In this year's event, our theme is investing in climate through tech and you will also interview the keynote speakers of this year's event what are your expe expectations towards this year's event well uh yes i've already done some interviews with the keynote speakers and um, i think that the the topic of the event is uh is really 
topical right now. So it's it's something that, as I as I talked to an investor, he said that almost every startup is has some sort of commitment to sustainability, and they mention it in their pitches. So I think that uh, what we are going to see is how many ways there are to to approach this theme. So it's some some ways might be something that you don't even expect to have an impact on, on sustainability and environment. Thank you, Arne. This was really interesting talk. Papu, thank you very much. Uh, I, I I now I now know how it feels to be on on this side of the microphone. Thanks for listening. Join us at wdbe.org. But the bottom, 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 but the bott